I like the idea of trying to make a make a difference in the world, a positive difference and be a positive influence. So, as a as a business, I feel you know, sharing the right stories, we can we can hopefully be a a, a bit of a, a beacon um, and just continue to share positivity. This is the producers. I'm Anthony Huckstep. With a goal to create delicious food from sustainable produce, Tom Eady not only built one of the best sourdough bakeries in the country, but actively supported healthier local communities in the process. Yeah, Berkelow is um, is a business that established uh, about six years ago now. Um, we're um, currently a, a group of four shops. Um, Motorvale, uh, Mossman, Manly, and Brookvale. Brookvale's where we make all the food. Um, uh, we we started a sourdough pasta business with with some folks out in the country last year, and uh, we wholesale our our bread to to a, a small number of restaurants and cafes locally. Um, we do a couple of farmers markets, the, the Carriage Works and the and the Warrywood at the moment. Um, we've got a little veggie garden up in Terry Hills that adds adds some beautiful value to the business. Um, that's that's Berkelow at the moment, mate. Berkelow started as a simple idea to form the basis of a food group with a focus on restaurants, but. As Tom soon discovered, the bakery began to open doors he hadn't considered. Started, um, I suppose, based off the idea of, of making a making a loaf of bread, um, stripping food back to a back to a loaf of bread. Um, I think I was I was 27 at the time, and uh, you know I thought, oh, we'll square away the best version of a bakery we can we can manage in a year, and then we'll be onto a onto a restaurant. Um, prior to that, so I suppose since I was 16, I've been working as a as a chef in uh, dealing with with all styles of foods, and and Berkelow was kind of a, a nice chance to give bread the focus it deserved and and go on that journey. But I think it was a bit of a uh, you know immature um, thought at the time about business. That's for sure. Um, it it's. Uh, Took a bit more than a year to, to turn a turn a dollar, uh, that's for sure. Um, and uh, didn't realise the extent of kind of what I was getting into. So yeah, mate, leased um leased the back of a, a bakery in Dy on on Oaks Avenue. Uh, funnily enough, the same street I was I was born on. Um, yeah, which was bizarre. That, that went through my mind a lot, um, <laughs> a lot in those first nine months. Um, I'm home. I'm home, baby. No. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so kind of got a couple of great guys on board. Um, Matt, who's who knew how to make make bread better than myself, and and still does. <laughs> and um, and uh, yeah, at least at least that space and. And built a few recipes out, um, and got a few customers, and and came across the uh, the Brookvale site, which had been set up by a uh, European franchise called Le Pain Quotidien. Um, don't know if you know those guys, but they um, 
they set that up as a as a commercial bakery and and uh was a good opportunity for us to kind of come in and get get some equipment that had had been left behind and um and then really had a had a crack at it so we um we started with a shop out the front there selling selling the, the first recipes we made which was, was about six dollars of bread and pastries and uh plenty of other little little snacks and had a, had a cafe and a coffee machine and yeah mate just been pushing on since then i suppose the focus on bread allowed tom and his team to find greater meaning in food and greater connections too in the early early business years it was kind of bread gave us the time to to slow down and to think about what we were doing um and to really ask questions about about why we're here and and what is this what is work you know for us and what how do we wish to share and i suppose one of the early thoughts was not to harm anyone with our food and so really going going deeper into into yeah where where our ingredients are coming from um and how the flow on effect of 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 our actions is uh is benefiting others you know i mean food was yeah food was is uh meant to nourish us meant to <clears throat> meant to be something that that brings value to our day for me and uh i i believe in in uh it being a, a really important part of living a fulfilled life is is kind of being able to to have to grasp that nutrition um so that's been um that's been the journey with burkalo is to to create to create high high value food um so we've spent a heap of time sourcing the right ingredients um we really delved into into our flowers uh where they're sourced how they're milled uh like i say we started a veggie garden a few years ago um which has been a fun journey very very poor commercial journey but that wasn't the point uh, it was just about learning more about growing foods but um we might leave that to the professionals <laughs> the, the veg growing and, and keep our focus moving forward um mate i suppose you know yeah we wish to do the right thing by wheat and and all the grains that we we work with um sourcing properly grown grains you know no fertil no nasty fertilizers or or processes working directly with people that that we know and to build the long-term trust with those relationships um not going and combining those ingredients then with with poorly sourced ingredients so um just keeping the the honesty towards to our creations um the early morning gives you plenty of time to to really go deep <laughs> soon enough word got around about the quality and purpose of burkala and the impact of such has helped the brand flourish yeah we realized how far people travel for good bread which was was incredible um people would come from all over to to pick up a loaf of bread so it's a it's such a special special food that 
seems to hold a lot of importance for, for people that that makes them get in a car and drive across town or we customers in Wollongong that would stock up and uh, stock up their freezers and, and come every every three weeks or um, yeah the romance of, of that was was pretty incredible um, we didn't didn't quite have that same feeling just felt like we'd with with food before in restaurants um, it was the most beautiful feeling of working with nature um, this this bucket of bucket of God knows what yeasts that uh, that adds all this value to this flour and this water and this salt and and um, respecting some age-old traditions around you know how humans interact with 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 a group of ingredients and and then yeah bang you've got this this beautiful vehicle of nutrition that's that's salty that's sour that's crusty that's that's yeah can feed a family you know um so yeah really special special food for me everything they do at burklow starts with quality produce that is grown ethically and sustainably and the ethos runs deep from the connections with farmers all the way to the product on the plate i i suppose we're just the uh the middleman so it all starts with with those guys um we've been out in uh in the country quite a bit this year and and really increasing our knowledge of of where food comes from on a large scale especially in the grain and and cereal space um the uh guys like greg morris that we've been um we've been hanging out on his farm and you know just the risks they take um, in order to to really go against the commercial ways of, of operating these days and and taking farming back to a to a more personal caring level we um, you know we've been trying to champion ancient wheats uh, for their flavor their, their nutrition and their greater ability to kind of create greater soil um, so we we support these these farmers and and try and support the risks that they're taking. I suppose um, there's a, a not a, not a lot of these these ancient wheats are around because of the the risks. They're far less yielding. They're um, often temperamental to grow in in general and and more expensive. So not to mention the the smaller seed banks. Um, so farmers have to grow out enough seedlings to warrant a decent crop. This you know, this takes a few years of commitment and, and risk. So, um, kind of just just establishing those relationships. And like I say, we're only six years in, so we're we're still early days um, in these relationships. It's good things seem to take take a long time um, to make an impact on on your your dreamy ideals of of changing the world. <laughs> For the better. <laughs> uh, mate, um, definitely, definitely a passion for creating uh, beautiful experiences. Um, I suppose I was, I was drawn to the, the restaurant life um, and that, that fast turnaround of satisfaction you get from, from serving something beautiful to someone. Um, I just loved how how an experience can be created um, 
and uh, and I also love the nourishment, the nurturing, beautiful gift that that food is to to others when you can when you can bottle it up in your own way and uh, and share. So yeah, just I love sharing and and uh, having having great connections with people, and I suppose that's initially what what drew me to to this space. Just felt uh, easy to be to find the meaning. It may be a product that most of us eat daily, but there is a real art to baking quality bread. The process, so you've you've got to you've got to source the right flour, um, which is right, I suppose, well grown by someone you trust, or and then milled. We we believe in um, stone milling just for greater retention of of nutrients. So um, there's two main forms of milling: uh, stone, which is the the more traditional way, where people have been milling for thousands of years in with stones in various manners, um, and then there's roller milling, which is uh, a newer a newer method. Um, a roller mill is essentially like a large pasta machine where where the grains fed through at high speeds, um, kind of denuding the the grain of of the endosperm and uh, various essential oils that um, that would often spoil in previous times. Um, so we we used to trade in uh, in grains, but now we trade in flour. But that flour often holds a lot less uh, life um, because of this newer form of milling. But it's still very effective. Um, and uh, the, the, so yeah, you start with the flour. Um, got to get got a bit carried away with the flour. I could I could talk all day about that, but um, <laughs> uh, some beautiful filtered water and salts, and then your, your bucket of natural yeast, um, sourdough starter, sourdough mama, whatever whatever rocks your boat. Um, you mix them all together in various components. Um, Salt for flavour to uh, also manage the manage the way that your bread will rise to slow it down, to slow the yeast down, um, and uh, mix, 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 mix by hand at home if you don't have a mixer or a, you know bakeries. We obviously have some some larger commercial options available, big uh, dough hooks. Um, when you build that strength in your dough. Once you've combined those ingredients, um, flowers yeah, of, of your choosing, you could uh, weld your oyster there as to how many different combinations you wish to use, and um, this is, and then uh, yeah, you, you we place folds into our bread every every uh, half an hour, I suppose. We place about six folds. Um, bread comes out of the out of the mixes and into into buckets, into smaller, more manageable portions and then it's hand folded and um, and as it's left to prove and rise and, and continue to, to gain strength you um, you jump in on, on the process and uh, and place turns and folds and um, that's then shaped and portioned sorry portioned and then shaped into um, whatever dough size you, you you're going for that that time and um, make 
placed into a into a cloth or a couch or, or a vaniton and a basket which holds the bread and left to cold ferment for as, as long as you know for, for six hours or for, for 30 hours um, we uh, we believe in the longest style of fermentation and very much in fermentation and the diversity that brings to to the food um, and uh, and then baked so high high temperature oven and um, bread goes bread goes in and it's a little score to release some some of that moisture so that the, the bread can rise into its truest form and uh, form crust and that's it mate loaf of bread there are many ways to bake bread but sourdough has taken Australia by storm what makes it so special I'm pretty stuck on the on the introduction of, of uh, yes yeah, sourdough sourdough at the moment in life um, I know there's a lot of traditional ways of making bread in, in other countries but it seems to be the, the bulk of what we're selling through Berkelow. Um so the world the world's got a got a taste for it in in our in our part of town. Um, but I um, I'm looking for yeah really well character characterized uh, sorry I'm looking for a, a crust with with plenty of character so baked baked pretty hard and so you get a beautiful caramelization. Um, I'm looking for a a uh, wholesome interior. Yeah, like I like a lot of whole wheat in my bread. Um, uh, I'm not looking for something too soft and fluffy, um, but the, the world seems to be at the moment. So we, we, uh, yeah, it's all a matter of matter of preference. But um, I kind of like heavy heavy loaves personally to, to consume. Big slab of butter and and you're away. Um, but uh, my favourite loaf that we make at Berkeley from the start has been the brown bread. So that's a mixture of um, Khorasan, which gives it a beautiful sponginess, um, rye. Uh, there's a touch of honey in there, which balances a bit of the sourness. Um, yeah, there's a nice percentage of whole wheat, and then we use a rye sourdough starter and, uh, and a nice bit of salt from our, our mates down at Olsen's Sea Salt. I'm sure you know those folks, those, those lovely folk. Um, so that's, yeah, called it brown bread. That's uh, that's been a regular our second recipe we ever ever made at Berkeley, so it's kind of got a got a bit of romance to it for me. Even as the company expands with multiple sites, Tom explains that the interaction and connections made at farmers markets are still core to what they do. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, we um we have a great time at farmers markets. They um they're such a just a simple way of <laughs> simple food simple way of selling beautiful interaction with with people um you know they uh, they've just got a charm about them the markets um yeah group of group of other other producers and farmers and and whatnot so it's just a nice a nice way of of sharing food yeah doing your weekly shop um yeah we're stoked to be a part of uh carriage works and and Warrywood. so we're we're really lucky to be there and um yeah, love, love moving our food through those those means. Yeah. At Berkelo, Tom's goal is to create delicious food from sustainable produce, creating happiness for their customers and 
supporting healthier local communities in the process. I suppose what uh, we just have, have values towards the decisions we make um, for, for the people that eat our food. Um, we take the time to, to think about things for their sake and we create with the, the mind, with the kind of embodied mindset of, of caring for people. Um, and I think that that kind of energy uh, always comes through and, and that's probably the essence of why people like what we do. It took years for Burkolo to turn a profit. But Tom's energy and dedication to the local community has helped form a thriving business model that's viable and connects to the community as well. Nate's been a wild journey. Um, <laughs> it was more than uh, I've been more than a baker since day one of putting the coming up with a name. I think um, so. The first few years really really pulled me around trying to work out how to make a dollar. Um, and pay wages and and all those those business lessons that you just you wouldn't you wouldn't start a business if you you wouldn't do anything if you knew, knew what the reality was but um yeah just i suppose in the early years i thought i could do what i wanted it's exactly what i wanted and what it, what i wanted to create for people and i and then i i found out that a good business does what people want and in your own way, in your own way. So how do we bring our experiences and our, and our you know, how do we show up for others daily as, as a group of people that's now in this thing called a business and all have the, the same goal of, of um, caring for the community, you know, bringing back nutrition to towns was one of the, the lines we use a lot um, establishing this business kind of the fact that that bakeries used to provide nutrition and uh, when life was simpler when there was a miller in every uh, a flour mill in every town or and uh, and, a, and an oven which people would share and you know before the when the world was much more diverse and less mono in its in its expression of, of food systems of, of beef that that kind of currently make make it what it is but um yeah bringing bringing back nutrition to the to the suburbs we're in is, is something that we're close to our hearts for tom whether it was his time in a commercial kitchen chefing or running a bakery it is the process of providing nourishing food for people which drives him each and every day i like the community of of people i like to fact that we get to engage with with you know young young people within the business and and teach them uh, be, be good examples of 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 uh, you know individuals that can that can share out what we've learned um, I like interacting with, with our communities from a customers perspective and all those relationships you build there I really um, love the love the the farmer relationships. Um, I think you might have had uh, old Greg, um, Greg from Block Eleven um, on before, and uh, I mean we're just growing out some corn with Greg at the moment in our little Terry Hills garden, and and uh, and so 
so he can yield a bigger crop next year out there on the Hawkesbury and um, and we'll get to play around milling milling that and coming up with recipes you know I just love that creative kind of hands-on approach we can have from from soil to to recipe to to in your mouth and and just share that share that deliciousness with others um, I like to I like the idea of trying to make a make a difference in the world for a positive difference and be a positive influence so as a as a business I feel it's um, you know sharing the right stories we can we can hopefully be a, a, a bit of a, a beacon um, and just continue to share positivity I think we're all we're all looking for the connection and and uh, and we need we need people to stand out there and and remain positive and, uh, and share good news, you know. I think, uh, thank you for your, for your uh, beautiful skill at, at sharing such, such beautiful news from, from around the food space. This is The Producers, a Deep in the Weeds production. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Stay tuned as we share the stories of producers, farmers, makers and growers the true lifeblood of the food industry. Follow us on Instagram at Producers Podcast or email us at producerspodcast at deepintheweeds.com.au.